0: We're recording. We're, recording. we're recording yes no recording. hi hi wow. <laughs> hello everyone another episode um because you know we've got a waffle to do first
1: waffle doing a bit of waffle 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 okay i'm not sure what i'm gonna waffle about no. tonight it's been a full-on day um mm-hmm. but i am really pumped to do this
0: really looking what forward the, to this Halloween yes. what the Halloween what time? the Halloween so how about we just leave the gap for the uh, intro music and we can actually get started what a very short waffle what I'm suggesting that we finish our waffle earlier <laughs> and start the actual special episode
1: okay okay
0: what the history,
1: history. history.
0: Hello and welcome to What The History, your every now and then podcast. No,
1: no, 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 no. It will be fortnightly.
0: We will get back to fortnightly at some point. Next month. Really? I'm not going to make any promises. (laughs) And this is a very special episode of What The History because it's our fourth, what the
1: Halloween from one, <laughs> what the Halloween? Yes, yes. Uh,
0: so uh, yeah, we've got some more spooky, creepy history stories just for you. Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Uh, this is our bite size. Okay, disclaimer. Not in my case because <laughs> um, I, I tried to cut it down, do it smaller.
0: Yeah, it happens.
1: Yeah. It's all right. It did well, not work out that way. How about? How about I tell you all about it? Yes. All right. Okay, now mine is quite interesting. It's on a beautiful castle in Scotland called Glum's Castle. So old castles seem to have the reputation of having occupants residing there that have never left even after their deaths. I can't pronounce deaths. I'm sorry. Deaths. (laughs) Forget it. Um, Stories of the family ghost in the tower or a headless horseman or a hooded robe figure moving about the castle grounds. What I would like to talk about on this What the History Halloween 4, count them, episode (laughs) Is the, and I quote here, the most haunted castle in Scotland, end quote. Glam's Castle. It's also been quoted as the most beautiful castle in Scotland. From what I've seen, it's gorgeous. Okay. And I've added this to my itinerary the next time I go to Scotland and I'll report back on what I find. Glam's Castle is in Glam's. It's a little village um, in Angus and was originally a royal hunting lodge and it is the ancestral seat of the earls of Strathmore and Kinghorn with a surname now Bowes Lion Well, was originally Lion. The thanage of Glams was granted to Sir John Lyon in 1372 by Robert II of Scotland for services to the crown with the building of the castle as it's seen today commencing in the year 1400. In fourteen forty-five, Patrick, Sir John's grandson, was created a peer of parliament and became the first Lord Glam's. The castle was also the inspiration of Shakespeare's Macbeth. Okay, now before I go on, GLAMS is spelled G-L-A-M-I-S, in case you want to look it up. Or just read the references on the bottom. Yep. Okay. Before 1527, the Sixth Lord Glam's, another John, married Lady Janet Glam's Nee Douglas, who became the foundation for the Grey Lady, a ghost who haunts the chapel of the castle, accompanied by a faint knocking sound. I yeah, how we both decided <laughs> to do that. Well, oh, dear. The story of Lady Glam's is truly tragic. Lady Janet was born into Clan Douglas and her brother Archibald, 6th Earl of Angus, was the stepfather of the boy who would grow up to be James V of Scotland. Unfortunately, good old Archibald, Archibald imprisoned James so he could rule Scotland and James didn't forget the wrongdoings in a hurry. When he escaped his imprisonment in 1528, that is James escaping his imprisonment in 1528, Archibald went to England in voluntary exile, otherwise known as his out I'm going to go away very, very quickly. When James became of age, he decided to exact his revenge on Clan Douglas. He waited until Lord John had died and Lady Janet no longer had the protection of marriage before he accused Lady Janet of poisoning her husband. When that didn't work, he went for a much more serious accusation. He accused her of being a witch, with some sources noting that she was accused of poisoning James II in league with her second husband, Archibald Campbell. Lady Janet and Lord John had a very happy life together. So in one fell swoop, Lady Janet and her 16 year old son were homeless. Their goods and lands seized by the crown and to make matters worse, James sent both Lady Janet and the new Lord of Glam's to the dungeons in Edinburgh Castle. Some sources note that Archibald Campbell was sent there as well, where he escaped and fell to the rocks below. Lady Janet was forced to hear the terrified screams of her faithful friends and servants being tortured to extract confessions that Lady Janet was a witch. James had found no one would speak against Lady Janet as she was very much loved and her reputation impeccable, so employed a much more dire way to get the information he wanted. Sources also say that her own son John was tortured as well for allegedly concealing his mother's so-called crimes and he was forced to watch Lady Janet's torture as James exacted his revenge against Clan Douglas. Meanwhile, James had set up court in the now-confiscated castle. Lady Janet confessed under torture to being a witch and was burnt at the stake on Castle Hill of Edinburgh Castle in 1537. The horrified onlookers, including John, could only bow their heads in silence as Lady Janet was burning. So that was just awful. John was also condemned to death. However, James died in 1542 before this could be carried out and upon James's death, all goods and lands of Glam's Castle was restored to the family as people were horrified at the extent of James's rage. The knocking sound I mentioned is supposed to be the sound of workmen building the stake and laying wood around it ready for Lady Janet. She has been seen praying and moving about in the family chapel on the grounds. Lady Janet isn't the only ghost who has made Glum's castle their forever home. Several other ghost sightings have also been reported. One of the most frequent accounts of otherworldly activity is that of a woman who has been seen in the gardens and in barred ca- castle windows gesturing to her badly wounded face as she appears to have no tongue. A young African and sadly mistreated serving boy has been seen on the stone seat near the doorway to the Queen's bedroom. Some sources say he is called Jack the Runner, who was murdered in a disgusting version of a fox hunt by an earl and his hunting party. And a white lady who moves about the castle has been also seen and Alexander Earl Crawford has been seen as a frightening dark figure standing over children as they sleep. Can you imagine that? Freakoid. (laughs) Alexander, also known as Earl Beardy, in life was a sinister man who rebelled against James II and loved gambling. The story goes that on one Sunday night while he was visiting the castle, he was upset that no one wanted to play cards with him. Being the Sabbath, nobody wanted to take him up on his offer, so Alexander raged that he would play the devil himself. Yeah, good on you. Mm -hmm. Soon there was a knock at the door asking if the earl still needed a gambling buddy, so Alexander took him up on his offer. Cursing and shouting echoed throughout the castle during the game. A servant went to the room afterwards and noted that the stranger had disappeared and took the earl's soul with him. I don't know how he worked out that his soul wasn't there, but that's the story. The game is apparently still being played with shouts and curses being heard throughout the castle. There is another story of Glam's Castle which tells of a horrible secret known only to the earl, the manager of the estate known as a factor, and the heir to the earldom during the 19th century. In 1865, Claude Bowes-Lyon, the 13th earl of Strathmore and Kinghorn, was reported to have said, and I quote, if you could even guess the nature of this castle's secret, you would go down on your knees and thank God it was not yours, end quote. There are a couple of variations to the secret, both equally sinister and horrible. The first story is the so-called Monster of Glam's, the heir to the title who was reportedly born so badly deformed that he was kept out of sight and spent his life in a secret room. Some sources report that his name was Thomas and he was born on October 21st, 1821, and official records say that he died at birth. Over time, people began to see shadowy figures on the castle's battlements, known as the Mad Earl's Walk, at night, supposedly of Thomas exercising with a factor as his companion. Allegedly, in 1865, a workman came across Thomas in a hallway, and the next day he was told to emigrate to Australia his passage being paid for by the Earl. In 1850, curiosity got the better of the wife of the 12th Earl and when he was away, she asked the guests of the castle to hunt for the secret room and the idea was hatched to hang pieces of material out every window. The plan was thwarted when the Earl unexpectedly returned home and was not too pleased with his wife and then promptly divorced her. However, stories of the experiment's outcome range from one to four windows remaining without material fluttering in the breeze. Mm. In 1870, the singer Virginia Gabriel recounted to her niece that after she had come home from a long stay at the castle, the factor, named Andrew Ralston, described by Virginia as a dour and hard-headed man, refused to sleep at the castle and apparently told the present Lady Strathmore when she asked about the secret, told her, and I quote, Lady Strathmore, it is fortunate that you do not know it and can never know it, for if you did, you would not be a happy woman, end quote. The second story of the secret is that the secret room is a room of death. The story goes that in 1486, the Second Lord offered sanctuary to members of the rival clan Ogilvy, who were fleeing from clan Lindsay after a battle. Sanctuary was given. However, the Earl betrayed them, locking the clan in a room and barricading the door where all but one starved to death, having survived the betrayal by eating the corpses of his dead clansmen. When staff ventured in approximately a month later, The survivor was killed and the room bricked up to cover up the betrayal of the offer of sanctuary where the skeletons still remain. Are these stories just gossip or are there something more to them? Mm. Hmm. The last words go to the Earl of Crawford in 1905, who reckons he's worked it all out. And I quote, the secret is, there is no secret. Okay. (laughs) And Lady Granville, aunt to Queen Elizabeth II, And who was born in the castle, Lady Granville was, not Queen Elizabeth II, has advised, and again I quote, we were never allowed to talk about it when we were children. Our parents forbade us to ever discuss the matter or ask any questions about it. My father and grandfather refused absolutely to discuss it, end quote. Regardless, these stories have endured for such a long time and have been repeated in newspapers and by authors such as Charles Dickens and Sir Walter Scott the famed Scottish poet. Who knows? But one thing I do know, I'm going to visit Glam's Castle next time I go to Scotland and I can't wait. Apparently you can stay there. Fair enough. Well, I thought that was a really,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. I've been wanting to do that one for a while. I didn't get to over that side of Scotland. I didn't get over to the, the east side of Scotland and, uh, yeah, that's definitely for next time. So yeah,
0: yeah, castles with secrets, full of mm. hidden rooms and probably decorations. Really? Yeah,
1: decorations like things
0: that they put on their shelves and stuff. Like
1: elves on shelves?
0: No, no, no. <laughs> it's a really tough segue this one, to be honest.
1: <laughs> What's yours about again? <laughs> well, how about we find out? <laughs> all right oh right. Yes. Yes, yes oh We've my pretties for this one oh my pretties yes yes look uh, we're not bobsy twins i promise
0: yes i need reading glasses now there we go
1: i i chose mine first really
0: i just honestly some good ones i thought looked good at the time because i said i needed them so that's
1: fine they do look good on you they got nice little bits of green on them and, mine, and mine don't but that's good that's fine.
0: What the Halloween time is always a great time to bring you all sorts of historical tales. Murders, monsters, ghosts, and even a TV show have helped us give you your creepy history fix. But, dear listener, I must warn you my topic may shock even the most avid horror fan. Please take a deep breath and gird yourself.
1: Consider me girded.
0: Give me a moment. I do need to prepare myself. Oh, dear. My twisted topic concerns that most terrifying of subjects, a vase. (gasps) Everyone okay? You still with me? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm scared. (laughs) Well, let me elaborate. All right. Okay. I'm talking specifically about the decorative object known as the Bassano vase. It is reported to be a fairly simple design and made of silver, weighing around four pounds or 1.8 kilograms. It is also considered one of the most cursed objects in the world. So, how did this rather plain household accessory gain such a reputation? Mm. It is believed the vase was crafted in the 15th century in a town north of Napoli in Italy, and given to a young lady the night before her wedding. She was found dead the following morning, cause of death unknown. Mm. So someone was given the Bassano vase and died the same night. A tragedy to be sure, but it doesn't really seem to be curse-worthy. To find out more, we need to follow the journey of this piece of household decoration. The vase was bequeathed to another family member who reportedly didn't die the night they received it, but passed pretty soon after, nonetheless. The vase went through a few more rapidly expiring family members before the surviving clan gave in to their suspicions. The tales of what happened next are varied. Some say the family buried the vicious vase while others claimed the deadly decoration was given to a priest to hide away. The outcome was the same, though. The Bassano vase was not seen for centuries. How it came back into the light of day is not clear. It was found in 1988 by a young gentleman who apparently paid little attention to the attached note, which stated, beware, this vase brings death. He put it up for auction without the note, and the Bassano vase was purchased by a pharmacist for four million ta- Italian Lira, or about two and a half thousand US dollars. All those years buried or in hiding might have taken some of the edge of the curse. The pharmacist reportedly lived a whole three months after taking possession of the accursed artifact. It was on onsold to a doctor who also managed to last a few months. The next owner was an archaeologist with a passion for artifacts. He succumbed to a mysterious infection around, you guessed it, three months later. The vase continued to wreak havoc until the last known owner. The Visano Vase must have been getting its mojo back when he died within a month of purchasing the Silver Killer. A member of the family tried a new way of dealing with the Visano vase. In an effort to escape the curse, they threw it out the window. It found its way back to them though, through very unsupernatural means. It narrowly missed a passing police officer who quickly worked out where it was thrown from and went to confront the family to find out why he was nearly an incidental vase victim. He also fined the vase thrower for littering. The fine was paid, but the family refused to take the vase back. Reportedly, the police tried to donate the vase to local museums and institutions All of them refused. Again, we only really have rumours about what happened next, but the consensus seems to involve a lead-lined box and an undisclosed cemetery. As you can probably guess and tell from my references, there isn't much concrete evidence regarding the Bassano vase. There is enough, however, for this objectionable object to earn its place in what the hell (laughs) are we?
1: Oh, Mm. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, that's. Oh. I think cursed objects are really interesting. They are.
0: They are. There were a few I was looking at. And
1: now we've already one, done the Hope Diamond.
0: Yeah, yeah. This one kind of seemed to be the most yeah, substantial, I guess. The rest had very minor stories around them, but still. There's that there.
1: Mm-hmm. The cursed
0: telephone number was interesting, but that's another story.
1: <laughs> that's, that's.
0: It did that cursed, really. that kept going to drug dealers in Russia and they kept dying.
1: Have no idea why. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is a burner phone, really.
1: Um, what? A
0: burner phone. A phone that you get. That oh. Isn't, like, you know, linked to a particular account.
1: I, I End. thought it was like burn-o-phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. dear, dear. <laughs> and I
0: hope you have enjoyed this episode oh. of What the Halloween. That uh, was really enjoyable. <laughs> it was. If you do want to know more about what we have discussed, all our references are down in the podcast description. I've got stacks. Indeed, I've got bugger girl. <laughs> Uh, unless you're watching this live stream, in which case you'll have to look that up later. But it'll be on the uh, it'll be on our website, rufusproject.com. Um, it'll be on the early version of the Patreon episode, which goes to patreon.com slash rufusproject. Or, you know, of course, you can keep track of us by following us on Instagram or Facebook. And if you do subscribe <laughs> to us on Patreon, uh, you yes. will get bonus content is all oh, the God. podcasts early uh we will live stream recordings of the podcast and we have exclusive content just for patreon supporters so please consider becoming an awesome friend of the rufus project presents
1: please please we love all our patreons and thank you so much to everyone yes <laughs>
0: thank you so so much so <laughs> and until next time, I don't know where I'm going with that, but we will, shall be back. We, we shall. shall back.
1: We, we definitely, we've got to do the, the, the um, tour in November. And
0: we will do what we can do.
1: We'll try. Yes, we'll try. We it, we it's, be, it's still crazy. It is. It's still a bit crazy. And I hope everyone's well out there as well while we're on the subject. Yes. Please be well. Please. Please be safe. Please be safe. And we'll be
0: back as soon as we can with two more bizarre bits of history to make you say what the the history history.
1: (laughs) good night everyone
0: bye